Johnny. Do you want to go to an ice cream social? Yeah, I'd love to. Great, let's go. Welcome to another episode of the Ice Cream Social. Sitting across from me, that is Paul Mattingly. Across from me, it's Mr. Matt Donnelly. We are recording another episode here in the fine home of Jacob. Ooh, boy. For Would you. this be Scoop Studios? Scoop Studio. Secret Scoop Studio. Secret Scoop Studio? Secret Scoop Studio. Scoop B Studio. Scoop B Studio. Not the Inspire Theater. We love those dicks, but Jacob has to take his wife away someplace fancy. Right. Where are you going, Jacob? Uh, Colorado. Colorado? Going, going to meet the mother-in-law in Colorado, have some family time there, then go back to Texas and see some more family. How much legal weed are you going to smoke in Colorado? Possibly all of it. All, <laughs> all of, of it. All of, we'll yeah. take all of the legal weed. Sorry, you, sorry, everybody else. You get to take a train ride. Does that go through Colorado? Uh, well, it's all in Colorado. I think it's just a sightseeing train ride. So there's probably going to be a lot of smoking weed on this train? I would hope so. There's nobody's going to know where the smoke's coming from. That's right. It just <laughs> is it confusing. the smokestack or is it the people with the weed? Is it the smokestack or is it the smokestack? hey oh, yeah. That would be really cool to have a train that runs on weed. <laughs> oh, man. Could you imagine a train <laughs> that, that runs, runs on, on weed? weed? It gets halfway there. <laughs> then you're like, dude, uh, where were we shit. going? <laughs> we're lost, man. I don't care. The music's great. We better turn the train around. Oh, man. I'm going to eat this train. We shouldn't have made that left. What left? Oh, that's right. We're on a train. <laughs> Cheech and Chong. Cheech and Chong go on a train. <laughs> hey, man. What are you doing? Why did, why did you stop the train? How much of a stoner does Chami Chong have to be that Cheech Marin has got like the amazing career and we don't see that much of Tommy Chong? I don't know. Tommy Chong's got a pretty amazing career. I think he's just he is just way more into the weed. Right. He's built a lot of his career around the weed. Mm-hmm. But um and I think Tommy Chong's tried other things as well. Yes. I'm guessing. Well, apparently he is in remarkable physical shape for a man of his age. Oh yeah? He's apparently like very buff, like body of a 30-year-old on a 65-year-old dude or Put your penis away. <laughs> like, sorry, 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 sorry. Oh, man. And then what? And then what, Paul? And then what happened? And then he took his bandana off, and it was <laughs> all downhill. Oh, man. You know what I got to figure out? Some listener isolated all of the Jihad improv clips. <gasps> no way. Into one soundbite. They did? Yes. Oh, my oh. God. So I hate that person. Scoops, you guys are awesome. You guys are my fucking heroes. Oh. And the guy was like, just in case you wanted it. Yeah, we wanted it. Oh my god! No, we don't. Yes, no, we don't. Nobody All wants the that. Improv bits. Nobody cares about that. <laughs> How long is it? I don't know. It's probably like ten minutes. Yeah, I didn't get a chance. <laughs> he just sent it, and so I think before we started recording, I didn't get a chance. Oh, to you it. just got it? Yeah, like it happened today, and I've been busy all day. Yeah, fresh scoop, fresh, fresh, fresh off the press. Awesome. Just, just, I thought about editing all of that out of the last episode just to fuck with you guys. That would have been really awkward because we ended, we we would have named the, the episode after it. Right. And, you know what you I really thought? thought about editing it, all of our jihadi improv It would have been funny to three out? people. Those three people are sitting here. You know what you did last episode, which I joked about in the episodes you weren't here, that Reddy filled in for you was the, uh, I thought it'd be funny if you sent Reddy your jock versus nerd, your epic jock versus oh, nerd Oh, yeah, song. I heard that. 
And so, like, then you are sort of playing your and old clip, and I was like, oh, time. he's doing it. He's doing the thing that <laughs> yep. I thought he was going to do. Yeah, so so um, we'll have to get that up on the site. And then I want to be like, Ace or whoever, go ahead and throw some illustrations up on that. <laughs> A little jihadi improv right there, and uh, we'll get killed, I believe, Paul. I believe we'll get yeah, we're on. We're, we're do, this is no, don't, Ace. Don't worry about. We it. don't mean it. <laughs> don't worry about it. Just draw some more of my vampire character. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, a, a couple of loose ends. Our last comic standing ended with your favorite host, JB Smooth, <laughs> who announced the winner. One last comic standing, according, <laughs> according to J.B. Smoove, and I quote, Harvarder won this one thing. Who? He literally was like, <laughs> he's so terrible. J.B. Smoove is so bad. How bad is he? He's this bad. This <laughs> quote was, he literally was like, the, you know, the, the winner gets $250,000 in a development deal on NBC. That's the face. And he goes, <laughs> Roseanne, do you think so-and-so has what it takes to go home with the 250G? That was a quote. The two five O G. Does he have what it takes to go home with a two five O G? No black person talks like that. That's not no human talk. being talks like that. Mean like, like every black person is like JB. What are you doing? What are you doing, JB? You're the killing me. Two five O G. Like you know, and I, and I realize like part of me is like. Maybe I'm a racist and I just hate JB Smooth because I'm a racist. Then I watch America's Got Talent, which I watch. Mm-hmm. Nick Cannon, amazing. The Nick whitest Cannon, black man ever. Nick Cannon is not Char- the whitest <laughs> black man ever. Charming those, those to the last. Pants. Mr. Mariah Carey is a tough man. He is not <laughs> he a is white man. He is charming to the last. He is charming. I do enjoy him. He's a talented motherfucker. Yeah, he and is. He's a really good host. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, good. I'm not as racist as I thought I was. Oh, boy. J.B. Smooth does talk like he has marbles in his mouth. Yeah. He is terrible. He's just a poor speaker. Like He literally said, like, we'll be back next year. And I was like, mm, I don't know if everyone's <laughs> going to be back next year, yeah, J.B. Fingers crossed. I don't know about that. JB Moon. Um but uh a couple things like uh this guy so so the really hot uh guy who was in the finals who I did not want to win for all of fat kind, for all of fat men kind. And he lost. He ah, lost. He got second so, place. Woof. Yes. Sweat from the brow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought actually watching the episode that he should have won, but he did not. Um, but th- he's probably he's one in life, right? Oh yeah, I'm sure he's he's now in he's now his name is Lachlan Patterson. I know that, which I did not know at the beginning of the show. Uh, he now is known, and the guy who won his name is Rodman, is actually a really funny guy. And so, in terms of winning, I don't think he had the strongest finals performance, but he was the funniest throughout, and he All has the a way, style yeah. that is uh, uh, unique. Yeah, I, he's he he, he just kind of talks in a certain way, and once he starts talking, he can talk about anything. It's just funny the way it is. And one of the coolest things is that one of the judges on the show this year was Keenan Ivory Wayans. Oh, cool. Right? And so Keenan Ivory Wayans is not a stand-up. And it was funny because they had the two others. Roseanne and Russell Peters were the other other mm-hmm. judges. They both performed the finale. Keenan Ivory Wayans just chills. Just right. chills. His job is not to uh, to be a stand-up. His job is just, he. I, oh, I launched like a thousand people's careers. Well, his brother's a phenomenal stand-up. Yeah, yeah. Damon's great. No, and he knew, and, he, and you and know. he knows it, yeah. He put Chris Rock and I'm going to get you, sucker. That I mean, he's, scene he's and, fucking funny. Yeah, he, yeah, yeah. He knows, I'm going to get you, funny. sucker, was a great movie. Oh, I, after I was just talking about it, watching the finale, I was like, oh, man, I want to watch that movie again. It is a good flick. Just the Chris Rock rib scene is just amazing. Oh. Fucked, fucked the cup, poured in my hand for a dime. Yeah, yeah. Oh, coming for just one rib. <laughs> Got change for a hundred. Out of here. Yeah, it's the best. It's that is best. such the a good is scene. The scene is so such a great. good scene. Oh, and so Keenan Ivory just turns and he and he talks to, like when trying to put his uh, handle on on Rodman, the guy who won. He goes, he goes, that guy. He's not. He's typical. I'm like his mo is that 
the world confuses him. And it was such a smart, intelligent way to break down the way a comedian approaches comedy. He like put like a put like a real like uh, examining sentence right over the guy's whole act, and it was would didn't diminish it. it. Just was like man, Keen Everywhere is smart. Well, that's that's it. He he can he can see the comic voice. Yes, he knows what filter you're using. Yes, that's all comedy is is the, is an experience through a specific filter. Yeah, a specific worldview. It's it, you know nothing's inherently ha ha ha. It's yeah. the way individual events are interpreted through a worldview, a prism, if you will. Exactly. So what are some different filters then? Well, you've got like, exactly like he was just saying, this apparently the nose on, uh, hit, the, hit the nail on the head with this guy is confused by the world. Confused by the world. Right. Uh, we've got um, like... What are, what are some examples of confused by the world? Like who, who are some big time comedians that, that do that? Mm, I don't know because Robin was unique to me. So like he was the one like most, you most know, comics MO is like, you know what pisses me off? You know, okay. somebody who who kind of comes across as I don't understand things the normal way. That was sort of the way Ellen always approached her stuff. Oh yeah, yeah. Everything was always this very yeah, strange. Yeah, I'm not quite twist. sure why yeah. this person was doing this thing, but that's yeah, why yeah, yeah. Doing this thing. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like she was raised by a a, a tribe of chairs and shit like that. At yeah. one point, like, like just really, yeah, just confusing, crazy stuff. And of course, like foreign comics, like I don't understand your world. Sure, sure, thing, sure, sure, sure. Yeah. Thing. In Russia, yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> Uh, but uh, you know like I remember even he talked to a comic who got advice from Colin Quinn it's like how do you write how do you come up with your stuff and he goes think about what pisses you off and then that probably pisses other people off it's as well it's a good well. place to start and so most people start with, 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 with uh, what pisses you off that was uh, something that was kind of the advice given to us at the start of, start of our writing thing was what do you love what do you hate yeah start and there. I would say uh, the advice that I went into for mine that was given to me especially early stand-ups is uh, why am I a dipshit you know, like uh, self starting off self-deprecating is just the best way to introduce yourself if no one's ever heard of you. So most time people get up and they make fun of their background or where they grew up or their, yep. you know, whatever their their genetic background, you know, like they're, they're, they're Irish, German, whatever. You kind of just get into that right away and introduce yourself um, to that or where you grew up. If you grew up in New York or whatever, you know, that kind of mm-hmm. stuff. Um, I'm trying to think what else. What are the other approaches? I mean, they're straight up like the, the, the ones that the, you think are the crazy are like the Mitch Hedberg. Yeah, the Mitch Stephen Hedberg, Wright. Stephen Wright, exactly. The people who Stephen just Wright. write jokes. They actually just write jokes and they have a personality that can just deliver yeah. jokes. Stephen Wright stuff is a little bit of the non sequitur. Yeah. Uh, you know, he'll have a setup that you see, think is going, you know, he very hard yeah. left turns uh, at the end of it. Emo Phillips does that. Yeah, Emo Phillips is another good example uh, of that. Definitely just kind of Great takes joke writing. I mean, you have to be a great fucking joke writer. Yeah. And not only that, but like, uh, and even Louis C.K. will talk about this that like you have to uh, memorize so much stuff. Oh. Like, because when you when you are like a Louis C.K. type or Mike Biglia type or whatever, you have hunks. And now you now in practicing that shit on the road, they they basically do eventually come out line for line, and they all have their little packed punch. But they almost start with the beginning, middle, and end, and then they kind of go back, and then you know we talk Fill about in all the pieces, fold steel, you know, and get and yeah. start getting it all in there over and over again but it's then it's easy for them because they just look down at their you know you can just look down your notes and go like oh the, the roller broccoli coaster. bit here we yeah, go yeah 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 the scrambler let's go let's just this is eight it. minutes yeah 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 family vacation Got you know yeah. that kind of stuff but for you know for your emo phillips or your mitch hedberg's or you know stephen wright's yeah it's just joke you just gotta joke, fucking know joke, the joke, order of joke. your jokes yeah nuts you're right that who else has that style with the with the just joke joke oh, joke man. joke joke 
I don't know. I'm trying. You know, those are those are the best. Those are real strong ones. Yeah, where it's just here's a joke. Here's yeah. I'm always really curious about that. One of one of the sub jobs I do in town in Las Vegas here is uh, I I sub in over at the Laugh Factory over at the Tropicana every now and then. Oh yeah, yeah. And uh, it's always fascinating to me because they have different they have different comedians every week. And uh, some of those comedians are word for word because I'll see them do uh, two sets a night, you know, because there are two shows. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. And so I see each comedian do his set twice, uh, his or her set. And um, so some comedians get up there and they are word for word exactly the same. Then some comedians are kind of beat for beat the same. And then some comedians are two completely different sets. And it's right. fascinating to me to to watch kind of the the, the dichotomy between uh, the, oh, these, these different comedians. Two skills I saw recently, which we're talking, we're talking about templates or whatever. What, what you're talking about is crowd work. Do people just know sure. how to do people just know how to talk to a crowd? And they kind of have enough material, general observation or whatever, but they just like to mess with people and find the humor in that. Some people are definitely afraid of crowd work. Some people are pretty good at it, but like it's like it's considered its own skill. Um, oh shoot, who is it? Uh, Paula Poundstone. Mm-hmm. She apparently, if you ever see her, you know she's gotten a lot of shit over the years. But if, apparently, if you see her live, she's amazing. And what she basically does is uh, she works the crowd for like a half hour, and then goes into her sets. But then all of it is affected by the crowd work bits, and she changes almost her entire act based on the runner she gets for wow. her crowd work. That's cool. And they say that if you ever see her live, that she just is insanely good at crowd work, and she's perfect at it. And the other, the last one that I could think of is uh, insult comic. That's another oh, yeah, one. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Jimmy, uh, Vinny Favorito, Vinny Favorito, and and uh, someone I just saw. In the, they just started over the uh, the lipstick tour over there at the Venetian, and so they're doing all lady comics. And uh, I went and saw Lisa Lampanelli. Yes, and oh, she, yeah. the Queen is, of Mean. She's the Queen of Mean, and uh, here's the thing, right? She was fucking great. She was really great. And for everyone who's like, oh, I don't know, the insult stuff kind of bothers me. I mean, that's the whole thing is that like you like insult comics. Everyone thinks it's so predictable or it's so whatever. That that means if you're going to take up an hour of people's time, like you, like it's it's got to be really fucking sharp. And and the fact that Lisa doesn't have the ability to deviate, to go non sequitur, to to do whatever, like she just has to fucking hammer it on the head every time. She is so good. And then I hadn't seen her. I saw her at the Palms maybe two years ago, three years ago, and she had uh, surgery. You know, she's lost a ton of weight. Mm-hmm. And oh, I, she did the lap band thing. Yeah, she did the lap yeah, band yeah. thing. And uh, I will say that, like, I was dumb. Like, I thought, like, oh, I wonder if she'll be as, like, funny. Because, like, being, like, a bigger woman, like, you kind of, like, to come out as an insult comic, Vinny is a big fat guy. I know it sounds strange, but you accept that they, they've lived a harder life a little bit, mm-hmm. you know? And so... Like the kind of license to insult is that like these guys have walked hard as well. I feel like that's the license to be an insult comic is that like you could take it as much as you can give it kind of thing, even if secretly you can't. Like you know, Tom whatever. Brady could not be an insult comic. Correct. I do not think Tom Brady, quarterback of the New England Patriots, Paul, uh, could I be. I know him. <laughs> I, try, I was like, what athlete will Paul Mr. know? Mr. Giselle Bunchen. There it is. Yes. And I, Giselle uh, could definitely not be an insult comic. And um, <laughs> I would love to see her try. She did, like, she did the cruise ship line for a while. She mi- failed I, miserably. I do believe the world confuses her. Um, ah, so, uh, ah, uh, oh, boy. Insult comic. So um, I, uh, I was like, oh, I wonder if she'll be as effective or whether she'll get more groans or whether she does. And I'm like, Michael, and I was like, meanwhile, what, I, what, what do I forget, Paul? She's and, a super hilarious person. Yeah, she's been a super hilarious person for a very fucking long time. Right. What does she do? She just comes out and kicks everyone right Crushes in the fucking it. jaw. Yeah. And we are all rolling in the fucking aisles like a second into this mm-hmm. thing. I mean, she just destroys. And 
of course she's smart. She's evolved. She's changed her stick. She's changed the way she makes fun of herself, uh, which every insult comic kind of secretly balances. They they kind of lay off and they kind of go into themselves a little bit. Uh, yeah, as yeah. a way to go into it. Yeah, I always say like John Stewart is actually like he he. I, I, it has to be a rule of his because if you watch the Daily Show. Always before they go into a piece that's particularly scathing, self-deprecation. Hits he first. will make fun of himself mm-hmm. on the show a great deal. He goes he does into it. that. Uh, the, yeah, every yeah. every time. Yeah, the Daily Show never forgets to make fun of itself before it fucking tears something apart. Because you, because and you, you can't just come out swinging because then you sound like just a petulant idiot uh, or fling, holier than thou, right. shit, holier than thou. Yeah, it it. it You've got to put that sense of camaraderie. We're all in this together. I'm just as fucked up as you. Now let's talk about it. Because a good insult comic set can make the room unified. Yes. People yeah. can walk out of that theater hugging. Well, that's the whole thing. I mean, the thing about the, when people get offended at an insult comic always cracks me up the most. Like uh, if someone walks out of a Lisa Lampanelli show, you're like, Whoa. I'm always like, how did you end up in the room? Right. Like there's no there's no pretense no. that you can't but be if surprised the word cunt conf- if, if if the word cunt upsets you right then and it, and what are you doing here okay oh, guys I'm uh, gonna I'm gonna take a break okay I was <laughs> talking specifically to you Paul and I are gonna leave room. you alone Jacob we'll so you go ahead and just, let you have your cunt I cannot cunt, believe. cunt 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 <laughs> 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 all right I'm done wait uh, wait wait cunt all right so we uh yeah so like and then and then like I always said like like. You want to get offended, and you, and then I want to turn to that person and be like, if you thought she honestly was over all of her career, all the years, constantly <laughs> advancing a hatred for gays and blacks and Latinos, and like, like, would she be where she is? Like, it's just impossible. Like, that you would put them in the same category as like a, a Grand Wizard of the KKK, <laughs> you know? So they're clearly not doing that. So you, what are you getting offended at, you know? And what, what, because what an insult comic does is says, we all secretly have these thoughts. Yeah. We're, we're all a little less open-minded. And we're a little more racist and prejudiced than we want to admit we are. Yep. And so when someone just starts laying into it, it really is a relief. It's cathartic. That's it what I'm saying. Cathartic. If it's If it's done well, it can be an extremely cathartic experience. The room can get unified over it. Everybody can, you know, share a laugh, share a moment, and, and come through, uh, you know, more on the same page. But there is that whole thing of, you know, you got to get that skill. And there are some comedians who look at the insult thing as, oh, I just need to go out and mock people. Yes. And that's not. And those are the people you don't trust. That's not the art. I always say, like, I was, I was, I did an open mic and I was talking to some guy who went up and did a bunch of rape jokes and they did not go well. I bet. And he was like blaming the crowd like you do. Blaming like, the crowd. Love, no, no, backstage, you know, we're commiserating comedian, comedian. I'd be like, man, I guess they just weren't ready for my shit tonight, you know. And I said, because I teach this when I teach when I coach improv and I direct improv groups and, and comedians that you don't know, lead uh, with rape jokes. No, <laughs> I say no, that like if you if you laugh, that means they trust you, and if they, if you don't laugh, that means they think you might be the thing you're making fun of. So if you're making a rape joke and no one's laughing, it's because the audience thinks you are capable of rape. Because you have that creepy mustache. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, there's something about you or, that we don't we don't let you off the hook. You don't you don't come off so cleanly respectful of women. Yeah, that we trust that you're that you're not putting our our emotional right. vulnerability that we're laughing. We're not going to share that cathartic experience with you because we don't trust that you're not betraying that. The way you're putting it up there, the way you're framing yeah. these these statements. Yeah, 
is yeah we don't so for every young comedian who thinks it's cool to push the envelope or whatever you want to do just to insult for insult's sake if you're not getting laughs it's because we think you are a bigot it's an art form yeah it's an art form a gro a grotesque comment you push push the envelope i think you know crazy gross weird language is awesome but you have to frame it right it's all about the point of view I did, you know, I had a drop in class where a guy ended up doing a, he endowed his scene partner as his sister and ended up making an incest joke and making, making an incestuous relationship. He was kind of like half cackling as he did it and kind of just kept going. And I didn't call scene and yeah. I didn't correct it. I just let it fly. And then he's the only one laughing. Everyone in the class is uncomfortable. And then I finally call scene. And he's like, oh, I guess I just, you know, I shouldn't do scenes about incest. And I was like, fuck you. I was like, look at everyone in this class. We've all been in this class for a while. We've all said a bunch of shit. You know, in this class, we're not you're not grossing us out in a classroom environment like you're you're not you're not fucking like, you know, going about like we're not a fucking tea party in here. We're all a fucking bunch of comedians who have been taking this class for months. Mm -hmm. You didn't do shit with it. That's what we're pissed about. Mm -hmm. We're uncomfortable because you said nothing. We're uncomfortable because you said incest and giggled. Like a fucking idiot. Yeah. And then we have to sit here and think, oh, this guy thinks incest is funny, and we have to wait for two minutes. You're not acting. You're not giving any humanity to that character. You're just being a guy who thinks saying gross things is, is oh, knee-jerk man. hilarious. And I would land to people that do the same thing in New York where I teach at the People's Improv Theater and be like, this is New York City. You think we're grossed out by things? Like, we can pick up the newspaper and read three stories that are grosser right now. Than whatever you just it's said. It's a gigantic yeah. fucking city of everything, good and bad words your little rebellious words aren't fucking crazy to me no you're boring to me right. that's why i'm uncomfortable the grossness you feel is me yawning when when you put up that gross wall if you throw the gross stuff out there it only works if you have also revealed something about yourself right if you are vulnerable as vulnerable as the information that is being shared yeah yeah, yeah. And that's the thing. So, like, like, and so when Lisa Lampanelli crushes it, she is, you know, going there with you. Half of that heat is on her. Her, her, her brashness, or everything else is everything about her upbringing. You know, it's all and, out there on display. And on top of that, so then she went through this weight, crazy weight loss, and she's going through a divorce. She put that right in her act. You know, and the second act gets, and the second half of her act, and this is very different than anything I've seen her before multiple times. This time, it all of a sudden it goes to like some se- really serious places, and it's not just, you know. Insult comics is serious enough to be like, hey, I'm with you, and then boom, I punch you in the face again. You know what I mean? Yep. It's, 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 there's a rhythm thing, and that rhythm is is relentless and and, and and for the comic, exhausting, but but awesome, you know? Uh, but all of a sudden, she kind of goes to like some cooler places, more truthful places, and stays there for a little longer. Mm. And uh, I was very lucky enough because we ended up I went with Emily Gillette, which means we got to do the we got to we got the fucking the backstage pass fucking, the whole deal. We got to fucking do this like Gillette VIP. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Not like Schlub Donnelly. Yeah, not not Redneck New Jersey's own Matt Donnelly. <laughs> the real not deal. Going backstage, so we get to go backstage. We get a picture taken. Blah blah. Hang out. Uh, and the coolest thing happened. She invited us to dinner, so I got to go to dinner wow. the next day with Lisa Lampanelli, and she we got to talk comedian to comedian. She gave me credit. Which was exciting. That's awesome. And I was oh, talking to great. her about her second act, and I said, "You're packing truth a lot more than I'd seen you ever before." And she's like, "Yeah," because I'm. And she turns out she's writing this one woman show, and she's hired the guy uh, that also helped do uh, Billy Crystal Seven Hundred Sundays. And I heard that. about this. Yes. I'm excited to see this. Yeah, yeah. And he worked with Gilda Radner, and his, his credits are fucking you know as 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 as, uh, as long. So as she's work, workshopping yeah. some of this yeah. harder stuff, and so this harder stuff is kind of leaking into her regular mm-hmm. act. And I said to her, she goes, yeah, you know, I know that. And she literally said, like, almost, you know, just not self-consciously. That's wrong. But she kind of just was conceding, like, you know, I feel like, you know, rhythmically it's different. And then, you know, the, the laughs aren't necessarily. And I said, and I, I cut her off. I said, like, but they were huge. 
laughs. And she was like, well, yeah. And I was like, the laugh pays off bigger. And she's mm-hmm. like, yeah. It's like, because when you do that emotional stuff, after you've insulted everybody for that long, and all of a sudden you start going to that serious place, what you're really doing is like packing it in like a fucking powder keg. Yep. And then you're lighting it. That you is that release happened. Yeah, that, that is and that release uh, is fucking much bigger. So the yep. fucking laughs she was getting at the end of her show were fucking roars. Mm-hmm. That's what a uh, uh, Dennis Leary used to do that very well. Yeah, he, like he he would just pack it and pack it and pack it, and then when it when it went, it it really went right. Uh, Liz Allen, uh, our really uh, a great friend of mine and a fantastic improv coach, talks about it within uh, the improv scenes when you're uh, where you're playing this stuff out when the rhythms are a little bit slower and steadier and the honesty's there yeah. you're really you're not playing it for laughs you're playing it for the character yeah. and the strength he calls it the reality rubber band yeah so you're pulling back on the reality rubber band you that's are a good pulling, analogy you're yeah, pulling yeah. back on that reality rubber band you're making these characters believable three-dimensional uh you're making it so the audience empathizes and feels something about these characters so that when something off ball when something gross when something strange whatever hits yeah. the joke goes that much farther because there's investment yeah, from your from your from you as a creative person giving life to that character yeah. and investing in the reality of the emotion, and from the audience watching you do it. Um, totally. No, I was totally distracted by it. girls walking by in snuggies. Um, <laughs> this, this is what happened. Uh, Welcome no, to no, my home. I totally, I totally oh. agree. <laughs> uh oh, oh my goodness, snuggie parade. <laughs> Worst porno ever. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe for you. Uh, <laughs> a lot of holes in different places than you'd think. Well, the back's completely open, Back's dude. open. Back's, back's open. completely open. Snuggie it's... Parade. Back's open <laughs> in theaters this fall. Snuggie Parade. Back's open three. That's the sequel. Um, so, oh, oh, and then the funniest thing, right? So so, so we, go, we do go to dinner, and uh, we go to a fancy place because, you know, um, we're going with, out with... I'm going out with two rich ladies. Can you um, tell us the place? Oh, yeah. We went to Carnivino in, in the Venetian. Ooh, Ooh nice. place. And I have to tell you the name of the place because... So here's the thing, right? So I'm, we're talking to Lisa Lampanelli. Lisa Lampanelli offstage, nicest person in the world. Doesn't curse. You know? Yeah. Doesn't have any harshness in her whatsoever. Says shoot. And I learned this the first time I, I got to meet her backstage. We didn't go out very long, but I, we went out to like some... She played the Palms. We went to the Playboy Club. It was, I was with a larger group, but I happened to sit next to her. And we actually had like this, this very uh, stereotypical gay waiter, right? And he walked away. And after just seeing Lisa Lampanelli's show, I make a gay joke at that waiter's expense, thinking Lisa would be like ho-hum, with, right. uh, like chummy with me about right. it. And she was like, what, what? Like she was confused. And then I had yeah. to like explain my awful gay joke oh, boy. to an insult comic. Oh. And she's like, oh. Yeah. yeah, exactly. She's like, oh, right, right, right. Yeah. Very polite. But I was like, yeah. this is how much she's not. Yeah, waiters insult. are gay, yeah, Matt. she's not. Right. So this yeah. time around, I was like, no, I'm not going to pretend like I know Lisa Lebanon. I'm just going to fucking sit down and, and wait. Um, but then, of course, we went with Emily Gillette. Uh, she is a woman about town here in town. So she, of course, is tweeting to Mario Batali that we're at the restaurant. Mario Batali is tweeting back. You know, suddenly staff is coming over to meet us. Suddenly, other things are coming out of the kitchen. To be honest, meanwhile, Lisa Lampanelli is talking to me like I'm a like I'm a comedy guy. So, awesome! Uh, holy fuck! Do I not want talking this fucking to you as treatment? A peer. I was a fucking. I don't want to meet the chef. I don't want an extra octopus dish. Right. I don't want to whatever. Like, please, everyone, go away. I want to sit on a fucking bench with Lisa Lampanelli right now. Like, we're talking fucking talking comedy shop, shop, baby. Yeah, and I'm fucking like loving Let's it. Do it. Mm-hmm. I would like an extra octopus dish. Uh, uh, man, uh, uh, <laughs> kudos to to Emily and Mr. Batali, which is that that was the best fucking octopus I've ever had in my life. I bet. And and I ha- and you're wondering like how much octopus have you had, Matt? Uh, too much. 
I've tried it. I've given it a shot many times and been disappointed many times. Really? Not a big octopus guy. Not a calamari guy. Uh, yeah, but I don't count that. Deep fried squid, anything. Right? Deep fried breaded anything. Are you talking about anything besides deep fried breaded? No. You're not, of course not. So, um, <laughs> uh, 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 it was amazing. It was, it, was, it was just squid, no breading. It was fucking straight up octopus a tentacle, but it came apart like it was like a, a, a well-made fish, and then it tasted like it was fucking amazing. And, uh, one of the best meals I've ever had, but I could care less. I just was like, please stop with the with the with the uh, Vegas socialite treatment of of whatever. Uh, uh, meanwhile, I, I didn't pay for a thing, and of course, it, what a great time! Yeah, yeah, it was it, both ladies treated me to the, one of the one of the best evenings of my life. So fun, um, and if, you know, I always say like everyone's always like, "How's Vegas going?" Is what all my friends ask me when I live out here. Like uh, for me, great. Like for you, I don't know. Like I met Emily Gillette, <laughs> introduced me to Penn. I live a very different life out here in Las right. Vegas than the average person who moves out here. Like I like get to walk around as a like a like a like a like a movie where you look like like a pauper, Prince of the Pauper. Like they've put me in the prince's clothes, and I get to walk around like I've been something. And then I get to go back to my regular poor pauper life. Like, wasn't that fun? <laughs> yeah. Like, that's what happens. That, I mean, is, that is my life with the Gillettes. Several of us get to do that, and I mean, yeah. it, it's such a it's such an odd experience, you know, because you're you're out there with people that you wouldn't that you're not in that same social class with. And but I mean, yeah, we're we're out there with these people, and, and you know, it, it's 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 really a great experience. It's, Overall, yeah. like honestly, living in Las Vegas, and I tell to all my New York friends who've now moved to LA that my my friendship and my access to like all lives like is much more diverse here in las vegas than it was uh in new york city everything eventually comes here yeah that's why i love this town so i've been here me. so long including jersey shore trash like me <laughs> don't sell yourself <laughs> red short. bank in the house <laughs> red bank i you know what some we talked about how we had a huge uh big big bump in listenership hello all new listeners bump. Uh, hey. and we've, we've we've thanked many things you know what i've never uh done and i'm an idiot not to is i want to thank all the people who listen to geek shock and listen to our show. Yeah, guys, thanks so much for uh, swapping over. Uh, Geek Shock is doing yeah. exceptionally well numbers wise too. We're really happy. Geek Squad. Oh, uh, Dick. Not not that show. Geek Jake Shock. Jacob. The audio podcast of the Ugly Couch Show that we've been doing now for. Uh, we've been doing the podcast for a little Paul over four years. Very nice. If you'd started a running joke of misbranding something that I've worked on for four <laughs> years, I would be fucking pissed. Hey, because my people know we're all good. We, we got our we got our was, hardcore uh, in, listeners. Wait, do, you, do you not work at Best Buy? <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, seriously, my phone's behaving. Ugly weird Couch right Show's now. been around six years now. We are very close to 100 video episodes, and we're I think we're right on the cusp of 250 for our uh, podcast now. I can tell you this, and I have not told you this privately, so I'll tell you this publicly. Oh, here we go. I have listened to several episodes of Geek Shock now yes. of the Ugly Couch Show. Yes, love it. Worst show. Oh, Worst show. show. No. Th- <laughs> This is great. This is an unsolicited uh, appraisal from Jacob. This is not. Yeah, you I, were literally have... waving at him, saying, "Now, now, uh, now!" Don't, don't, don't spoil this for me. <laughs> Just don't bring up the sign. Don't what? bring up the sign that he held up. <laughs> what did you say? Oh, okay. Yeah, I also watched Geek Shock, and I thought it was really good. Paul, thanks, man. Why, and they you, fixed my you computer. Really came it was in great. late with that. Jeez. <laughs> no. Yeah, I took I took my iPad in, and it, you know they they fixed it right up. It was great. Uh, I'm super excited of all the awesome uh, cross promotion that's happening here. Between both of the casts, uh, I, I love doing both shows for different reasons, and uh, I'm having a great time. Thanks for listening to my ridiculousness. It's it's humbling to think of how many people are hearing my ridiculous voice now. And uh, for anyone who hasn't, like uh, I, I have been accused of this, and I didn't realize it, but I guess it is true that I keep the reins on you. You do. 
that is that you are way more offensive <laughs> and, <laughs> and crazy over there on the old Geek Shock. I well, find you much more offensive on on Geek Shock, just in general. Yeah, I'm just offensive. Uh, yeah, I mean, I get I get I get loose. Yeah. Well, I mean, here you and I can come up with a piece and banter it back and forth. Yeah, let's try it right now. No. <laughs> But oranges. Oh boy. I'm a fan of vitamin C, Paul. <laughs> this is some sexy porn music you're laying down on this. It's oh hello. Deep inside the grove. <laughs> I'm looking for a sweet treat. I reach my hand up to the top of the tree and bite into that sweet orange meat. Sweet orange meat. I let it drip down my chin. I let it ooze down my gut until it sluices down between my legs and puddles around my butt. I love orange juice all over me. (laughs) Sweet, sticky orange juice. That song by Clementine. Yeah, um, but on this show, right? You now back and forth a little bit on on that show. I back and forth with me, <laughs> and then it goes to some places. Sure, yeah. You also, I mean, is more of a. Uh, I mean, it is a is it is for geeks, and so you you guys tackle a lot of a, a particular area of topics. Exactly, we we cover very nerdy news. And uh, I mean, we get into all kinds of topics, but but it I, starts off with really every time I listen stuff. to it, I try to listen to an episode. I end up just beating someone up and taking their lunch money. <laughs> so I can't. You've been on the show. I can't. You've give been the on the show. Compliments that, I, that 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 Jacob is getting. It's true. Well, no, I mean, there's definitely that through line. We are we are survivors of bullying every to a man. I think <gasps> that's true. I think to a man. Uh, aside from, I think Todd might've escaped any bullying. Cause he's, cause he's always had that rock star edge. Yeah. Cause he's a guitarist and, uh, and a musician in his own right. So he's always kind of had the cool factor. I am uh, even afraid to admit this. Cause I always, uh, uh, I feel like I'm already a borderline asshole for all the listeners anyway. Um, but uh, borderline. I feel like, thank you. And uh, I feel like uh, like getting into comedy was almost a penance for how much of an angry child I was. Oh. But I was not a, uh, uh, I was not picked on. I was certainly the picker on her. Mm. I was a very angry kid. And until I found comedy, before I found comedy, I had matches. Uh, <laughs> You had and matches. Yeah, it could light things oh, on matches, fire. Oh, matches, yeah, yeah. It could light things on fire. I think every boy is a pyro for a certain phase. Yeah, you got to, oh, I man. think, yeah. light shit on fire. Right? There's just something yeah. in the brain. It's like, it's time to burn some shit. No, I was the kind of kid where, like, you could just lie, and I would, like, you could be like, hey, that guy said shit about you, and I'd be like, what? And I would just And it's go, on. And it was on. Oh, wow. Light switch. <laughs> I would always fuck with that guy. Yeah. I, I, would, I was the guy that would go to that guy and be like, hey, that guy said something about you. Yeah. I know. Just to, I just, just to fuck with that I guy. just longed to get home. Yeah. When I was in school, I was just, oh, I can't wait to get home. <laughs> or but do my extracurricular activities. Oh. But I would find I the said guy. that, though, but actually the truth is, yeah, I, I started doing comedy at 15, so I, I turned around early, mm-hmm. right? And then, yeah, all the things you're saying, I ended up, like, I ended up being president of my class in right. school yeah. and all these clubs mm-hmm. and all this other yeah. shit. Theater, so theater was did, my escape. It did turn around. Anyways, that's boring. Let's talk about getting <laughs> massages. <laughs> what? Ooh. Who got massages? I want to have a question for you. There we go. Let's go. Uh, do you... Uh, do, do you... Do, do you get massages? Birds. Always, like, uh, on vacations or, 
around town have you do you get massages at professional massage places i have gotten on the up and up straight up i'm not asking for your dirty rub and tug stories i'm asking for legit they're not dirty they're special special rub and tug Uh, stories no i have honestly gotten legit hardcore chinese foot massage from a chinese foot parlor in china whoa yeah, so you can't my get more Chinese than that. The 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 when <laughs> While I was eating noodles when I was in China. Yeah, uh, it's like, well, eating noodles and getting your fortune told. To when you. I was in China, my hosts, I mean, like they they put they uh, they they sprung for uh, a I mean intense yes hardcore foot massage. This is the show that's going to come here to Vegas, right? The big show you've been working on. Intense hardcore <laughs> foot massage. Yeah, it's coming. No, no, no. I'm laughing because you, you were flown out to China. Oh, the We're show, show that, that never came. The here. show it the the. You know what? I don't know how much I can talk about this. Yeah. Uh, uh, let's let's say let's say. Let me, let me just say this. Let me say components of the show did make it here. Oh, okay. Performers had a tougher time, but um, anyway, this is, sounds pretty mysterious. Can I just ask? Am I in the show right now? You are. <laughs> I love it. Great. I love this show. No, here's God bless the, but, China. But these are really cool. This play, you know, so you got TVs on. Playing, you know, I couldn't understand what the fuck's going on, but it's, but you know, TV. Please, it's just like karaoke videos where there's just like no, waterfalls no. and people in the background. Sometimes there's relaxing videos. Sometimes it's just general TV, but you know, it's a full, it's a full massage. Okay, but you're fully clothed. Yes. and then except your pant legs are pulled way up, and okay. they're and they're really focusing on your feet. So they put scalding hot water on you first. Okay, and then they do uh, cooler water. Okay, and then they take it into just the intense foot manipulations okay and then it goes into a little bit of a back thing and all that stuff now and then meanwhile you've got delicious teas to be sipping on uh plates of fruits and cheeses to be sampling it's very that sounds really uh immersive it sounds was quite delightful. it was quite she she yes i was like all right did you indulge in the cheeses and stuff i was very pampered yeah i had i had delicious little uh little uh drinks and and tea and 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 uh, and some fruits now was this service performed by a man or a woman or both uh, i believe it was women i think it was women both times i did it twice okay did it twice now i kind of I want to hedge on this because here we go. What you're talking about is like an immersive cultural experience. Mm-hmm. I'm talking like here in Vegas or at least America. You know, you walk America. into like a regular massage place. A regular? Are there any regular massage places yes. in America? I'm, well, I'm going to say like there's a chain called Massage Absolutely. Envy. That that uh, this is this is. Oh where yeah, I'm you're going. okay. Massage Envy. All right. Massage Envy. Or I, when I, I go, get massages there regularly. When I go on vacations and stuff, I tend to do. Uh, I uh, go to the knockoff place. Somewhere. I go to the knockoff place. My dick is jealous. Massage. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which is not um, the same as massage envy. <laughs> yeah, it's it cuts right to the chase. But the Yelp reviews is <laughs> they're insane. I mean, this really oh, well reviewed. I didn't read the Yelp reviews. I was just reading the Gulp reviews. <laughs> but they're close. Well, this is, uh, so 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 do when you go into a regular massage place, do you care whether it's a guy or a girl, and do you request? Anything? I would not care. You would not care, no. But you don't do this, right? I haven't, so I wouldn't. So yeah. you just, you, but if you just I go to China did, for your cheeses and I your teeth, only teas. go to China to get massages. This is, I, the, this is the best snob move ever, Paul. Like if anyone brings a massage, you're like, oh, <laughs> never here in the states. I only guys, let me go tell to you, China. Not in China. This is not a guys, proper Chinese in China. China this is not place. an issue. If we were in China, I know, Paul. If we were in China, we'd be drinking teas. I get it. I'm maybe, sure there are some massage places. Maybe a lady boy on each they, arm, I know. That they give you uh <laughs> That's Thailand. That's exactly. Lady boy. Lady boy. 
Have you heard that song? Well, here's the thing. So, Our Romance. It's uh, really funny. Look it up on YouTube. I, Our Romance Lady Boy. He's when funny. I was younger, I was a hippy dippy child, as you know. Send me on my way. I had enough enough drums Send me in my away. enough drums in my basement to have a drum circle anytime I wanted. So many puka shells, you made pukas endangered. And I and and I, and I indeed used to never care. As to the gender of whoever would massage me, I would not care at all. And now, since you stop smoking weed every day, these, uh, maybe that's a coincidence. <laughs> I'm going to say coincidence. Call it coincidence. I finally, at one point, like I finally had this this a uh, weird experience, not 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 gay experience, weird experience. Um, <laughs> You're digging this hole at a massage envy here in town. You watch so out! Curious. Watch out! Allegedly. No, this so is I Yelp. used to not this is say Yelp preferences. Review. I used to not say preferences, right? Uh, and I didn't care. And then all of a sudden, I had this like uh, this guy. I would say he looked Filipino. You would say that, but uh, but but he ripped off his mustache. No, I don't know. He just looked Filipino. <laughs> um, uh, <laughs> Fooled you. But, but he had spray tan. I just washed off the spray tan, and also a very pale guy with just strange Asian-ish eyes. Um, so I'm he, an Asian albino. He was nervous. He was very nervous. To give nervous. you a massage. Yeah, I think he might have been a nervous person in general. Here's the thing about massage envy. Is <laughs> they hire nervous people? They hire people for the first time. It's, it's people that are not like, they've only been out you, of massage you, exactly, school for, just, for a short amount of time. Because they don't pay people incredibly well. There's so many locations. It is kind of like your entry level of, you know, whatever. Like a, it's your Starbucks compared to your cafe, right? Uh, so you, the people at Massage Envy get paid much less than the people say like the Wind Spa, right? Sure. Exactly. And so eventually, what they all do is they start with the Massage Envy, get that on the resume, then they go over to the spas and hope that they land at someplace nicer. And got it. And because there there are tons happens. of different spas in town between there are the Massage Envies, but just you know every casino has a spa. Jacob's book is coming out. It's called uh, my, my <laughs> Everybody has a spa. Called Cankles to the Top. Cankles. <laughs> Riding Cankles to the Top, and so it's all about how. Where he starts massaging cankles versus where he finishes. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Cankles to the top. Cankles to the Look top. Look for it on Amazon. Hot um, stones on the chakra. Right, right. So because... <laughs> Be sure to click through Pin Sunday School. And so I get this nervous Filipino man. And like he is... Uh, he's like a super fast... Like um, moving his hands like really fast and kind of nervously. And like I hate... Like I just want someone who knows how to do their shit. I'm not a very vocal uh, massage victim uh, or whatever they would be called. Slab. As they call in the business, um, I think I think victim is the technical. Do victim. they call them slabs? I don't know. That's that's the way I am. I would like them to prefer like as if they're preparing Kobe beef for a feast. Got and another, don't talk to me. Got at another all. rack over here on table four. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I really. Uh, like, he's making a complete, real mess. And complete where they can throw salt on me or seasonings. I don't care. You would, you would, you and I would be so deliciously marbleized. Oh my gosh, Paul imagine? and I as as a cut. Whatever diagram you could do for a cow, if you don't mean Paul, we would be delicious. Oh, we would man. be delicious. Yeah. Uh, um, Just the right yeah. mix of, and so, <laughs> fat infusion. Worst part is that he is a close talker to the ear. <gasps> Ooh, so when he goes no. to check in with me, he's like, "Is the pressure okay?" You know, and it's like right <laughs> in my ear. Well, and, and you're naked, I mean, and so I am naked vulnerable. beneath the sheet. I always get naked. We get naked beneath the sheet, Paul. You yeah, and your yeah. China, you and your fucking like a uh, clam digging. Uh, that's how we did it. Shorts That's how we did it. Your, I kept my Jesus. jacket on. <laughs> <laughs> I got a massage through my coat. 
Paul was, I was wearing, wearing gloves. I ain't fucking around. Paul's wearing a scuba suit from the 1920s World Fair. That's this okay. fucking big iron astronaut. <laughs> fucking sitting down for a massage in China. Yeah, I was in a diving bell with my foot dangling out. That was it. <laughs> Do your worst. I even massaged the ball and chain attached to my ankle. <laughs> a lot of tension in there. Um... So yeah, so so yeah, you're, you're the one getting naked in front of strangers and yeah, then thinking it's weird. I don't care about that. I still don't care about that. The, the, that, that hippie part of me. <laughs> uh, we just talked about doing a spray tan video next. In the next, uh, you the talked thing. about it. I'm running away. Oh my gosh! Wow, look at you. I'm gonna be the oh, raisinets. Wow. You are as uncomfortable right now as I was with this Filipino man. We have hit the line. So, um, and he was a close talker, and he was a nurse massager, and then this thought. I'm uncomfortable within like the first ten minutes, and then the thought occurs to me: I am stuck here for the next fifty <laughs> minutes. Like I am stuck. Being polite to this nervous guy, I'm trying to. I'm, I'm spending money to make this guy feel okay about his job, and so I started requesting female therapists. Oh wait, you 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 went through the rest of the fifty minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, shit. nothing else to do there. I didn't come close to coming. Is that what you're asking? <laughs> I didn't ask, but I was wondering. Uh, although now I do get aroused every time someone plays chopsticks really fast oh. on a piano because <laughs> that's what it felt like getting massage. I'll put that away. <laughs> Filipino chopsticks? Filipino chopsticks. <laughs> so you eat uh shit, I'm missing the word. Damn it. Spring roll. That's what I need. Whew. Spring roll instead of dumpling. That was the, the joke I was gonna second. make. That classic. was the joke I was gonna make. Classic. Nailed it. Aces. Uh, I'll edit that out so it sounds like you're just seamless. So <laughs> so here's the thing, right? So I started requesting female therapists, which and? makes Well, he, if they forget and then like, if you go to make an appointment, they'll be like, oh, so-and-so's available, so-and-so's available. And they'll go like, oh, you only want to see a female therapist. So now the appointments are. And so, like, they almost, like, they basically, I feel like, and maybe I'm wrong, every time they're like, oh, you're a scumbag. Right, uh, yeah, yeah. Now your appointment available are 4 o'clock or whatever. Or they'll mm-hmm. say, like, out loud if I'm making an appointment in person. Yeah, right, yeah. Well, yeah. since you only like female no, therapists. And I'm just always like, oh, God, I don't mean it. It's just like I had an awkward experience. And I didn't. It was just, Would it be really better really? if you said no nervous Filipinos? Yeah, I mean, like that's not that's not any easier. It's like, no, I don't care, man, woman, fine. Nervous Filipino X. I am just generally like, yeah, and I, I, I basically like, and 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 I am. I guess I'm. I am becoming more closed minded about it. Like I, I would now accept a massage from a man no problem but it was i would if you asked me for preference i i wouldn't say it doesn't matter anymore which i did say for a very long time well i'm glad you mentioned this now because i was about to give you a gift certificate to nervous filipino massage <laughs> oh man this is uh, they're I, I just i lucked out here because this was this was going to be the, well, like, did you already really, buy the boy. gift certificate or you I, did not buy it i didn't buy it yet okay this is saving Woo. me some time this is going to be a bad birthday uh otherwise so I, this uh, is good i uh <laughs> i I kind of still want the gift certificate. Is that weird? No. I kind of want to go. I'll try and get It's really hard to get it because you go into the place and they all scatter. Yeah. Because it's, 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 <laughs> nothing, very, but, very it's nervous. nothing but nervous like Filipinos. Like, no, no, I'll get it. I'll get it. So, you know, they, they don't even have a bell on the what? door. They just hear the... And they're like, whoa! It's, it's like, what? Whoa, whoa, where'd you go? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hey, 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 it's okay, it's okay. It's okay, it's okay, it's okay. And they finally, like, slowly come back in. Where real slow. And then, like, one of them will peek their head over the thing like, um, can I help you? <laughs> like, yeah, I, just, I, want, I wanted to get a gift certificate. And I'm like, oh, okay. Woo. We, th- we thought we were going to have to do a massage. No, no, not today, guys. Okay, cool, cool, cool. You want that for uh, want that for 50? Like, yeah. <laughs> okay, thanks. Right. And I'm like, I'm like, okay, now how much is that? And they're like, oh, uh, you know, wh- what do you think's fair? Oh, yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> so nervous. What do you think? I don't want to. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to. You know, it, it, it's, it's uh, how, how, how about 50, $55? Because it's, it's basically like a dollar a minute, but a little bit more. <laughs> Great. Okay, cool. Oh, our card, our card machine is down. Do you, oh, please don't hit me. <laughs> they are just, yeah, they're just, they're nervous just, Filipinos. they're like a bunch of fucking cats on a ceiling. There is this. <laughs> Now, in Tony, of- I've never been sadder that you've not sent me stereotypical <laughs> Asian music until right now. <laughs> oh, Tony, you got to send me some stereotypical Asian music. Now, in terms of your foot massaging, yes, you would be really, I believe, rolling the dice here in Las Vegas, uh, trying to seek out. A I would never legit- do it outside of China. Yeah, I always laugh oh, because I was snob. like, not I- just a snob. Snob. No, I don't like snob. the idea. I don't like the idea. Like, okay, but they did it really nicely there. They, I was about to offer you a foot massage. They took, they took a bucket, and it had they put a plastic liner in the bucket, so you know, it's just a, like a fresh garbage bag lining. Boom, you're not in somebody else's foot junk, right? Yeah. They trash that out. They put a new liner in for the cool water. They're not playing around. Like going to one of these places where you sit in a chair. That's a machine that's got those, like, buckets that just sit there and you just put your foot right in the machine. Never. What, like the sharper image foot massage Anything, thing? anything where you put your foot directly on a place, a surface that another foot has touched. Yeah. No fucking dice. Yeah, I feel like the foot massage places you see around town, what you're talking about is the least of anyone's concerns walking through that door. <laughs> I'll bet. So give you got you got an experience? From no, I don't. I do not. I do not. Only because I feel like the test is, like, would I bring my wife there? Is the is what I ask myself before I go into any place to get a massage. <laughs> and Vegas has so many, like, I mean, just every, you can't turn around without finding a place that just has like a like a like like a, 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 a like a printed spa sign with like an open neon and then like some kind of wavy gold cat, and that's it. Like, <laughs> wavy gold cat, wavy gold cat, wavy gold cat. Uh, yeah. Eight, eight foot pictures of big feet. Yeah, well, that's big the thing. feet. No, the feet places are where it may be trust. What you have is where they often ninety percent of them have an Asian woman looking ecstatic, getting a massage. Not even giving. It just shows an Asian woman receiving a massage, and it seems pretty. Do they have those here? Legit ones. The give a massage parlors. <laughs> I would love that's not a that's not a terrible business model. I'm sure a lot of people would love to give a massage. Man, is that a creep magnet business, right? I mean, that's all it is. Yeah, creep magnet would be a good place to call it. Like oh, a, it'd be it'd be called it'd be called touch it for a fee. <laughs> Welcome to touch it for a fee. Yeah, no fucking that's it. Just be. touch it for a fee. What do you want to touch? Yeah, what there's, want? there's our fucking menu. <laughs> you figure you figure it out. It's a la carte. Yeah, there's a fee. <laughs> yeah, there's a fee. Yeah, there's a fee. Um, what was it? We did dating game the other night, the bucket show, and I said the prize was a massage crawl where you just go down Spring Mountain Road for massage. I mean, Spring Mountain Road in Las Vegas is just a fucking filth fest. I mean, it just is shady spa after shady foot parlor after shady spa after uh, health food violation yeah. uh, all you can oh, eat chinese yeah. buffet yeah yeah it's just a bad news it's got some bad spots but it's got some bright spots it's too. got some great restaurants there's a couple of really that's the thing there's a couple and of some really amazing restaurants yeah. inter- intermingled in all these bad restaurants yeah. in there and i don't know the difference to go try any of them <laughs> you just look, look for the cheeses and the teas paul <laughs> 
Uh, we should do some scoop mail. Ooh, you say yeah. so. We absolutely should. Hey, you know what we should do, Paul? We should do some scoop mail. You know what? Message for you, son. You see yeah, how ready yeah. it was for that? That was great. Yeah. You're on it. Uh, we Spot got he- on. Oh, we no got page. one here from uh, Ranchin. Uh, at Ranchin. I, I hope I'm saying that right. I don't know. Who cares? Yeah, whatever. Uh, first this is Twitter handles. That's his name. Ranchin. Ranchin. Ranchan. R-A-N-C-C-H-A-N. It's already... It's, it's the two a, C's. I don't know. Ranchan. Anyway, moving on. Uh, first off, I love Rack-chan. the show. Go ahead. Ranchan. He used to love the show. He used to love it till he said Ranchan. Yep. Okay, go ahead. Uh, first off, I love the show. I listen mostly in the car or while I'm at work before we're open. I love pretty much everything you guys do, so just keep it up and I'll be happy. I enjoyed hearing all those engagement and wedding stories, probably most, mostly from Paul. Uh, <laughs> I got married last year, and part of me still loves hearing about other weddings and engagement stories. Some, sometimes I'm such a fucking girl, but I thought I'd share mine. My engagement story is nice to share with people feeling romantic and touchy-feely, so I won't go into a lot of detail. We went out to the Moody Gardens Festival of Lights in Galveston. Moody Gardens! Yes. Like, eh, I guess I feel like looking okay tonight. <laughs> and right by the Here's water, roses. under an archway of lights, he proposed. Aww. It was super sweet. It's like that video for Kiss Me from exactly them. like that. They had the, like, kiss me under the bridge <laughs> with lights on it. Kiss me where the tree is. Kiss me and then propose to me and wear the shoes your dad had and a hat. Hey, hey, <laughs> kiss me. Kiss oh. your dad for me. What I really want to that mention. That's oh, a great song. I was singing it like that to keep us safe. <laughs> <laughs> Take that, season assist. Good luck bringing any of that shit around. <laughs> What I really wanted to mention was my wedding. We don't have a lot of money, and we had to pay for it ourselves. I did not want a church wedding, and we agreed on that. However, we were friends with the organizers of the largest comic convention in the area, the owner of which I've known since I was eight, and he used to own my local comic book shop before he sold it, and it shut down. This is already sounding awesome. Paul has a full erection right now. It's frightening. Kiss, Paul. Mike Stonehenge. (laughs) Under the action comic number one, kiss oh, him. Oh my God! I wouldn't. I wouldn't. No bodily fluids near that thing. <laughs> Get that thing. You know how much that thing's going for right now? Like a trillion dollars. It's up to one point six million already. But it's in the it's in the cover. I mean, that would protect it, right? Ooh, you hope so. Can you imagine that? If that's the if that's this what the is winning, what happens. We're talking about win- people are talking about their most romantic ideas and listen to you go. And here we are We're talking about a comic book. You said it. You mentioned the book. Hmm. <laughs> it's about comics go ahead through our connections we were able to get our wedding into one of the panel rooms at the convention it wasn't very big but we were able to invite a lot more of our friends and family than we had to pay for than if we had had to pay for a hall although i was unable to conv- convince patrick stewart to officiate he was at the con but still had a signing we still had a great time. Oh, how how great is that? If you're a, if you're a comic book guy and you're at the at the comic con and, and Patrick Stewart uh, officiates your wedding. Well, I mean, I was in attendance to hundreds of Star Trek weddings at the experience, yes. so I kind of know what that'd be like. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. But he didn't do it, so boo. But that's all right. I mean, Patrick Stewart has a lot of stuff to do. Yeah, like not do strangers' weddings. Yeah, <laughs> full plate. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah. Just yeah. to hang out with Ian McKellen. Right. <laughs> They're best friends now. Uh, and, and they sent uh, they sent some links for uh, for some pictures that we can look at later. Awesome. On here. Just the three of us to masturbate. Keep exactly. going. Well, did they cosplay it out? What they do? Uh, the first is for Matt. Tell it Sarah slower, Mike. Jacob. I had asked the guys at the 501st if any of them wanted to come for the wedding. The 501st. We have it would quite be the cool strong... to have an imperial guard down the aisle. Oh, yeah. But only one guy showed up. I was kidding up. about that joke. The video is slow, Jacob. Just read it like normal. I, I was reading it Only normal. one guy showed up. <laughs> only one guy showed up. That, that was normal. What? Who showed up? And a Boba Fett showed up of his own accord. A Boba Fett? A guy, apparently a guy dressed as Boba Random Fett. Random Boba Fett. Yeah. Boba Fett. Boba, is it not Boba? It's, it's Boba. 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 Sorry. Even fine. I know that. Jeez, come You've on. You've got one sitting on your mantle here. Somebody Boba gave it Fett. to me. What do you want? Hey, hey, I'm Boba Fett. Um, <laughs> ba, 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 Boba Fett. Ba, 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 Boba Fett. Boba Fett. I'm a bounty hunter. Give me that bounty, bounty. Give me that bounty. He didn't die inside the Sarlacc. He, he crawled out eventually. Uh, all right. A poetic license. It, it made a meter of the song. It did. Correct. It worked. It worked. I'm just glad die inside the Sarlacc fit in the rhyme scheme. All right. Go. Uh, I'm sorry. You guys done? <laughs> No. Yeah, no, no, ba, no. Ba, 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 the second is our groom's cake. Gro- a groom's it. cake? What? What the fuck is a groom's cake? <laughs> Do you not know a groom's cake? No! Matt, did you have a groom's cake? No. <laughs> Thank God! Are you familiar with did a groom's cake? I am not. <laughs> I I have always thought it's a southern thing. I had a groom's cake. It must be a southern it thing. It is a southern thing. What the hell is a groom's cake? It's just another cake. <laughs> it is a second cake. That's all it is. There's two cakes. You get to pick yeah, yeah. whatever you want on it. Is that the thing? It's like the, bri- was the a, bride uh, wanted this cake, and I get there, there was the there was the big uh, the big wedding cake, and then the groom's cake for my wedding was a chocolate cheesecake. Yes, it was. My wife is sitting here and telling you that, that it wasn't. It was a chocolate cheesecake, but it was shaped like a raccoon because my brother was the best man, and he designed the groom's cake. So, is the groom's cake design usually left to the best man? I have What's no the, idea. And is a raccoon traditional? <laughs> I don't think a raccoon is traditional. <laughs> Mine was a raccoon. I cannot get over this groom's cake. Raccoon groom's cake. Yeah, like if Paul and I knew we could have a second cake, we would have done it. Yeah. If I mean, at this point, I'm going to make up other fucking cakes. <laughs> yeah. Be like, like, I show up at the next wedding I go to, be like, yeah. where's the groom's cake? Yeah. Where's, where's the best man's cake? Where's the table nine cake? Come on. What happened? Where's the other table nine cake? Where's There's the rice throwing cake? cake. Table nine. I thought there was a cake for the for the toast. There's a cake that you eat just for the toast. Oh, my God. I just put a fork in this cake and there's a woman passed out inside of it. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's married. Holy shit. Oh, man. Get her cell phone in there. <laughs> 
She'll let her, better. Let her text someone for help. Let her text someone. It'll be all fine. Oh, see, uh, I'm reading further down here. Uh, Ranchin is from Houston, Texas. So it's, it's, uh, I think it's a southern is, thing. This is very, it very much seems that way. What yeah. was the groom's cake like? Yeah, we want to know more about the groom's cake. Uh, so my husband is a huge classic video game collector, and his biggest collection is in box Sega Genesis games. When we went to our cake tasting, he just happened to have a Sega Genesis in the car, and after flipping through the bakery's portfolio, he wanted a Genesis cake. Quick tip, real quick, but while I'm thinking of it, uh, give your husband this. He probably knows about this series, but he might not. Uh, great podcast I listen to, Player One Podcast, hardcore dedicated uh, uh, video game podcast. Greg Seward, one of the hosts there, has an amazing, comprehensive video series on YouTube called Generation 16, in which he chronologically compiles the releases of every Sega Genesis game uh, with accompanying video footage and great in-depth information on the production and behind the scenes on each, each title. So, Oh, you fucker! Anyway... Generation 16. Oh Check it out. Oh, my God. Who I'm just from a, from a classic video game nerd to another. <laughs> Jacob has gotten so lazy, he's just quoting his drops instead of doing his drops. <laughs> True. They're all the way over there. <laughs> he just quoted a drop. He did just quote a drop. Well, the man had a raccoon cake. What can I tell you? <laughs> what do you want, people? He's probably got rabies. I want rabies. to ask Ranchin if she could pass out stuck in a dress inside one cake. Which one would it have been? The, the raccoon cake, cake or the wedding cake? I like the idea of just raccoon cake. Like, I don't even... It could be a wedding. It could be whatever. If you bring a cake that looks like a raccoon, you should just be able to walk in anywhere. You should just be able to have license to, to enter. It whatever is. That is. That's want. like a, that's like an like all-access pass. I brought a raccoon every cake. Every club, like, oh, every show, everything I walk into, in. I'm like, hey, my groom's cake was a raccoon, and they let me in. Yeah, come yeah. on in. That's how I got in the Vatican. Absolutely. <laughs> like, what's up, Pope JP? Hey, let him in. He's got a raccoon cake. Oh, my God. There's a picture. Okay, we'll put that fucking picture up on Twitter. There's a picture of the raccoon cake. Oh, my goodness. That's amazing. I would have shot that cake with a shotgun, <laughs> thinking it was rabies for being out during the daytime. And it's also me with short hair. Oh, man. Oh, that's boy. you. I didn't even think that was you in the picture. Oh, that is me in the picture. You oh, didn't man. notice that was Jacob? Oh, we got to put that up on the Facebook page. That'll go up. Yep. Uh, oh. So I thought you guys might get a kick out of that and know you can have a great memorable wedding for less than three grand. Love from Houston, Texas at Ranchin. P.S. How a live show in this and or have have a live show in Southeast Texas and I am there as long as it's not in September or January. <laughs> <laughs> I want to say something. Fair I want to say something kind of dickish here. <laughs> I b- of course that email is from a woman. <laughs> <laughs> You guys should come here, but not here and not this time. And please don't do it this way. <laughs> hey, if you make the raccoon cakes, we're coming. Not Whatever at least 62 days. We will travel for cake. That's what we know. Fuck yeah. We will know. Yeah. But please, set up a Google calendar so we can get the dates right. I can't wait till we can take this fucker on the road. Oh, yeah. it'll be great. That'll be fun. Oh, but that was a nice band. letter. I like, I like that we got a nice long letter there from, uh, from, from, a, uh, from a lady listener. That was Very great. Nice. Thank you. Now, I wonder if that... If that Came in before after I told her I got my wedding done for seven hundred bucks. Rings, yeah. Reception, how everything. Many, how many cakes were at your reception? Zero cakes. We went Go to book. We went to book it a pepo. Your we might have had like a like I think they light a little they lit like a little cupcake. There was a or cupcake. Oh, a little cupcake. Yeah. What animal was that cupcake? <laughs> It was an Italian Go cupcake. Oh, fuck yourself. I know, man. I fucked up. Now, it, I did not know about this groom's cake thing. No. Believe me, Guys, there, there would have been a fucking groom's cake. Paul, it's time for you and I to renew our vows so that we can get ourselves. 
<laughs> Two groom's cakes. Groom's cakes. What is your groom's cake going to be? Mine's going to be shaped like an elephant. Ooh. I like it. Yeah. Just because it'll be big? Exactly. I just want a large there cake. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> my fucking blue cake. whale groom's cake. Yeah. Like my, <laughs> my, my Siberian woolly mammoth. In ice, right? Like in an ice block. That's got, how big it has. I got ice cream cake. Two ideas. Two ideas for what I want for my groom's cake. Okay. First off, if we're gonna go simple, I want it to be like Pac-Man. Easy. You can make a, a Pac-Man groom's cake, no problem. Just make a cake, cut a wedge out of it. You're done. Second, and this will be a lot more challenging, but way more interesting. You guys remember that Tom Petty and the Heartbreaker video? For yes. Don't come around here no more. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I like that. To be my groom's cake, a living <laughs> Alice in Wonderland whose dress yes. is eaten at the table. If you guys haven't seen that video, that's like wicked. <laughs> I think a good cake, a lady cake. It'd be like that naked sushi thing, except a cake. Yeah. Oh, but hot body hot cake, body hot cake, body hot cake. <laughs> it's like Marin got baked in the cake. Body hot cake. Body, body hot cake. cake. Body hot cake. Body hot cake. Body hot cake sounds like, uh, if you say it real fast, it sounds like uh, someone saying goodbody in another language. Body hot cake. Body hot cake. Body hot cake. A body hot cake to you. A body hot cake to you, my friend. Yeah. I hope to see you tomorrow. Body hot cake. We lost the girls in the body hot cake. <laughs> <pit>. <laughs> Just had a mass exodus from our recording. Ah, my friend. Body hot cakes to you. Uh, body hot cake, ladies. Uh, body hot cake, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> How uh, deep are we in? How deep are we? We got? are by body hot cake right now. Oh, I don't know. We are. Uh, we're, we're an hour in. We're okay, a okay. Over an hour in. All right, let's do. Let's let's do this mail. All right, we got uh, we got one from our, our friend Cena. Our oh, Cena. Dan- hey, yeah, our Danish scoop vixen. Body hot cake, Cena. Body hot cake, Cena. <laughs> Cena says, "Hey, fags. Oh, yay! Body Pretty hot sure cake. she's talking to you guys. Yeah, I'd say so. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> sup, like you say in America. <laughs> I love it. I hope that all Danish people think that's what we say still. <laughs> I really do. Yo, sup. Yo, sup. Buddy hot cakes. Buddy hot cakes, yo, sup. <laughs> Did you get some yo, sup from buddy hot cakes? <laughs> yeah, it was delicious. Mm. I put it inside a second Yosef. cake. <laughs> All right, what did you have to say? I found a new way to use you guys. Oh, geez. I just moved to Melbourne, and uh, between finding a place to live, staying in 10-bed dorms, dating, and going through university orientation, I'm meeting tons of new people every day. I love it here, but by this point, I'm sick of small talk. Five questions about my hometown is no longer an expressway to my panties. <laughs> well, that sucks. No, she shared that. We talked about that. You just have to ask her five questions about hometown. That's right. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. We talked about this. That's a hardcore callback right there. Boy, we, yeah. we were trying to like give like give give uh, tips to. Into, into I remember panties. everything Cena said about getting in her panties. Yeah. I have all. Yeah, we got a lot. We got this file. stuff logged down. Well, we know what's up. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. I can't sing the Grizzly Barista song, but I can. We know about Cena's panties. Yeah. <laughs> so I've stopped Googling all the references from your show that I don't get, like Guided by Voices and Heightening in Improv, <laughs> and started asking strangers about it instead. Oh, wow. She's That's using good. us for topics and combos. Oh, well, you know what? Guided by Voices will lead you to some cool motherfucking people. Yeah, and, and I should concede that I, a very early episode, I was busting Paul's balls just to bust his balls. Actually, they're a great band. They're, <laughs> they're like the American band. They're a great band. Mm, I hate you them. Know. Do you really? I hate them. You don't know them. Yeah, oh, I hate them. Do you know them? No, I do. You, oh, no, but fuck you have off. To admit, but you have to admit that they are popular and that the music they do is on purpose. 
Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I agree <laughs> no, no, with I mean both that, of those things. I try to, that's my argument for comedy snobbery, yes. too. No, I agree with like both of those things. Like, it is not my thing. I hate that fucking comic. They suck. And I'm like, they don't suck because they're, they're definitely trying to be the style that they are. Yeah. And they have an audience that pays money to see them and they want to see them. I have 20 no, I, plus albums of their amazing work. I Robert do not Paul have a bad me. thing to say about them other than I hate them. It's not your thing. Exactly. There are people who, do, I, well, I'm, I need to make you a best of and turn you around. Do it. I'll right. listen. I will, okay. I will give it a shot. Great. Uh, so uh, her favorite by far is fantasy football. Nobody has any idea what it is and neither do I. <laughs> so we guess. <laughs> Based on the name and what little information we have. Oh, that's great! Here I love are this. the I best guesses now. so far. I am thrilled to read this because, as some as of you know, as a fantasy football hardcore, I, nerd. I am a hardcore fantasy football guy. Matt, Matt plays fantasy football. Uh, we are all going to play fantasy football here coming up in this season. So here we go. So I'm very excited. Uh, from a composer I met in an art gallery. Do you dress? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Do you dress up as wizards and dragons and play football? Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's fantasy football. I have uh, I have my doubts here based on how I heard uh, about based on how hard I cringed when Matt was talking about Harry Potter, but it would be awesome. From a British guy that lives in the living room next to me, is it a game? Where do you lie down and fantasize about playing football? <laughs> is it for disabled people? How awesome would that be? It's for disabled people to play football. It's like, okay, I kick the ball. They're like Deep Rock Chopra, like meditation tapes. Yeah, that, there's like, like there's walk you through like well, winning you, the big you game. You just have a circle of twenty-two, <laughs> and everybody, I kick the ball, and then somebody on the other side, I receive the ball. <laughs> I start to run. I am also running forward. I am a few feet in front of him. I am a few feet in front of him to his left. I see him running towards me. I am the defender. Uh, yeah. Oh, wow. That'd be really fun. <laughs> It'd be like the bat. I love it. That, For that football. Is so From Brazilian and German girls on the tram. Is Go it on. like people's fantasy of what the players would do to each other? I told them that it's a group activity and that it involves drafting. Well, maybe they all get together and dress up as the players. And the one with the best fantasy gets to live it out with the others. I want this to be true so badly. That me too. This is amazing. That is so much better than the real thing. I want to like. I want to print this. Like I want this yeah. to be out there. This fantasy football. Really... This is this is the way to play fantasy football. Everybody shows up. Just as the, your your the player they want to be as the, like what <laughs> fantasy football is is really funny. Matt, you and I have a friend that works for ESPN and with fantasy football. I wonder if he could get this published somehow because this yeah. is great. This is gold. Yeah. Uh, from stoned as uh, Aslandic, from stoned Aslight, Icelandic Hey-o! guy at hostel. I can't say that word apparently. An Icelandic guy at a hostel. Go on. Yeah. Uh, what if it's all like you think totally hard about what happens at the game, and then the players go to an oracle and find out how they should play, and it's all just a reenactment of one guy's imagination. This is a probable uh, theory. You know what? But I don't understand the gambling. The gambling aspect then seems volatile. Yeah, that's a. Uh, that's probably what's really going on. Yeah, since we're all trapped in a, a simulation yeah. anyway. The uh, the the sports brain in the vat. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, from French girl I live with. 
I think it's a prediction thing. Like you write down what you think is going to happen. Like a guy running fast, like faster than the other guys, and another guy throws the ball <laughs> or it. kicks the ball or cradles it like a baby. And if you're right, then you feel good in control. Like we aren't all just a little just little ants on a lonely globe going millions of miles an hour farther and farther into the cold, dark, meaningless universe. <laughs> I don't know. She's French. That's pretty fucking close. That's pretty fucking close. That's pretty close. That, that kind of nails it. That really does. No, it is. It's, it's close. That's really else. close. Uh, you, you are kind of doing that. That's you what are, you're doing. Yeah, you're, you're predicting. You're yes, predicting who will play well. And is there and more it's to a, that? It's a distraction from your mortality. She says she wants to know who got the closest. I think I think our, our French friend there got the closest. Yeah. Yeah, the French person got the closest. You, except you just pick them ahead of time. But you are predicting. You are picking them to predict. Yeah. You are picking who will do well. Right. And uh, and the sense that it. You grasp on so that you don't feel hopeless, I believe, is also accurate. <laughs> uh, she says, thanks for advising me to go. Without your advice, I wouldn't be living in two, in two sheets hung up in a living room in an apartment with six other people. Your Danish scoop down under. P.S. Jacob is not a man. He is the man. Is this a thing now? I oh, think so. Yes. You are the man. You are the man. I'll, we will give you that. In Whatever order it is, to just, beat the man, just keep letting us use your stuff. Whatever it takes, Whatever it takes. Whatever it takes. I love it. Um, Equipment and booze. What a great, great mail. That is. That was great. That was some great scoop mail. Thank um, you, Cena. I mean, she did some straight up, you know, some journalistic work there. She went out and found some oh, sources. Yeah. No, that was perfect. Work. And how cool is that? That we're giving her fodder for more interesting conversations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, try body hotcake this week. See where it gets you. <laughs> Uh, buy hat, buy hat cake. Buddy hat cake. Buddy hat cake. What's a buddy hat cake? I don't know. Um, <laughs> all right. I think we'll close on that. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, you got something? No. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Good talk. <laughs> I have a bunch of topics. Because Robin Williams kicked the bucket. We I had all these topics. So we, we talked we, about we that. Did, yeah. No, no, no. I'm saying... Yeah, there were a, a lot of other topics. I have a ton of topics. Oh, yeah, I do too. Yeah. yeah. I've got a few things, but yeah. we'll talk about stuff later, right? We, 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 we'll, we'll close on some. That was a great I got some Star out. Wars stuff coming. Okay. Star Wars stuff what? is starting to break big. Okay. Episodes, you know stuff about Star Wars? Ep- oh, boy. Oh, episodes, episode 7 leaks. Oh, well, you're saying Jock vs. Nerd, so we can't tease it and not do it. So let's just get into Jock vs. Nerd, then we'll get out of here. All right. Ladies and gentlemen. Ladies and gentlemen. It is time! Time for Jack versus Explosion! All right, Matt, are you ready? No. Oh. Okay. Are you getting one for me already? No, I'm sorry. I'm not ready to give you one. I'm ready to <laughs> <Okay>. receive. <laughs> All right. <laughs> if I had a nickel, um, that's what the Maybe. that's what the uh, nervous Filipino guys said. <clears throat> I'm not ready to give you one. I'm ready to receive. I'm not ready to give you one. I'm ready to receive. Jeez, <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> so creepy. Right in the ear. Close talking in the ear. Um, all your letters. Too. Okay, face down, naked. Matt, there were a couple of pieces of um, uh, wardrobe. Leaked. Oh, but is it about the new Star Wars? Yeah, pictures of wardrobe from the new Star Wars. People took a leak on the new pictures of wardrobes. One specifically exactly. really hit uh, hit home for me. A new design on a specific piece of wardrobe, very, uh, very uh, you know, uh, iconic 
to the Star Wars canon. What was this piece of wardrobe that got leaked? Uh, Darth Vader's uh, outfit. Close, but not at all. Obi-Wan Kenobi's outfit. No, you're on the right side of the force there first. Luke Skywalker's outfit. No, dark side first. It's dark side stuff. Uh, the the weird uh, guy with the hood, Lord Sith, uh, Mamma Jamma, electricity hands guy. Nope. Uh, that is his name in the new one, though. Yeah, that is, that's his Stormtroopers? Bingo! Stormtroopers. What, though? Oh, they're a uh, different color. They're not white. No, they are still white. What uh, specific part of their wardrobe has their a... cock a, pieces are huge. Yeah, I hope <laughs> so. Giant cocks. I hope so. Uh, their feet are where their hands should be. Their hands are where their feet should be. Yep. That, that's It'd fucked up. That so would piss cool. me off. That no, it's piss not. Me off. It's not. It's so one, that's not true to the original fiction. One piece that got redesigned. You're close. You're really close. Uh, I was close when I said cock. One piece that has been revealed that was redesigned. That's all they got. We didn't get Belt. a full... We didn't see a full body shot. Belt. No. Necklace. No. Do they wear necklaces? Closer. Some of them do. Uh, the helmet. Yes. Yeah. The iconic Stormtrooper helmet has gone through an Abramsverse retool, and it's pretty slick. I'm not- Oh, I'm, it looks good. You like I it. I don't hate it. Yeah. You don't hate oh, it. wow. I don't hate it. It looks pretty slick. I so, expected you to hate that. No, I don't that hate it. It seems like you should be able to do that as a director. I feel like the Stormtrooper helmet's not like you got to like stay true to the well, game now, on that. Oh, I just pulled it up here. It's not uh it's not crazy. No, it's not crazy. It's it's pretty cool. It definitely looks like a a progressive uh change, you know. It yeah. looks like it looks like it would make sense. And it looks pretty cool and I really like I mean, of course, I still I'm always going to be a huge fan of the original iconic design, but uh I'm not I did not like the clone troopers helmets. Right from the original, from the new stuff. So, but yeah. this I like. Too too gay, you said. That's not what I said. <laughs> That's what I heard. It's just hard to get a, a, a proper head massage through those things. <laughs> you said they were a little too Chinese, right? Yeah, yeah. that's it. They played a joke on me. They put pee pee in my coke. <laughs> and I was like, "Come on, guys! Come on, helmets!" No. <laughs> Why did you hate it then? Uh, I don't like I because. A lot of the stuff in the in the prequels looked far more futuristic than than those helmets than the helmets of the original trilogy, which I granted very tough challenge to retro make everything look even more dingy and old than was in Star Wars. But I think you could have done it. I just didn't like it. I didn't like the the design of it. Okay, that's all. Personal preference. If up to me, I would design it to make it look like a, a skeleton wearing like a 1950s motorcycle helmet. That'd be my mask. There like Ghost Rider? Yeah, it'd be like Ghost Rider, but with a helmet, <laughs> with like a black helmet on. <laughs> a skeleton with a helmet on. Yeah, yeah. That'd be the storm. Now that you bring up Ghost Rider, you should go ahead and put those fuckers on fire. <laughs> well, all right, that's a to. good idea. That's be, that'd that be some good scary idea. shit. Be you, some scary then, shit. Then all the Stormtrooper scenes would look like Gauntlet, that video game Gauntlet. <laughs> yeah. With all the big flaming ghosts coming at you. It would. Uh, Abrams, I hope you're listening. <laughs> <laughs> hint, sure hint, is. JJ. Jack, hint, hint. Paul, uh, advanced rankings for this upcoming college football season came out. This school is ranked number one. Florida. Florida? Uh, Florida? State University. Yes, hey! <laughs> It is FSU. Yes. Okay. FSU is ranked number one. That was just a random guess. I know. But I know... They're usually up at the top. What is the last major title that Florida State University won in in football? The Gator Bowl? <laughs> no, no, no. 
They were uh, the national championship. They, they were the national champions. Last year? Yeah. Yep. Oh, well, then that makes sense why it's on my brain. Yeah, kind of. You said Florida, and then we all <laughs> leaned on the blank. So there's more Florida teams? <laughs> there's Florida. Yeah. Like, like uh, there's more colleges in Florida, so we can start there. <laughs> now you're giving me a bunch. Of, pull the other one. It jingles. Come on. <laughs> colleges in Florida? <laughs> Who are we fucking kidding? Nobody said they were good colleges. Now, this year, Paul, uh, to decide the national championship, they are doing something different. What is it? P-Stream Fights. P-Stream Fights is correct. I did not think you would the get that. The national champion is going to be determined by P-Blast Radius. If you would ask me, will Paul Mattingly get that question correct, I would have said no. Yeah. both They're bringing in experts in both splatter and power. Yeah. What's that? What's that company that provides those little urinal cakes? Yeah, they're sponsoring it. Sweet scents. What are they called? I believe it's called uh, Tubby's Urinal Cakes. Tubby's Urinal Cakes. This year's this year's Rose Bowl <laughs> is now going to be called the, the Toilet t- Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> it's brought to you by Tubby's Urinal Cakes, and the team with the best spray will win. Gatorade's in on it too because yeah. they're the fuel. Yeah, fuel your fire. Gatorade, fuel your pee for that deep down body squirt. <laughs> Deep down, dude, you just gave me like 13-year-old flashbacks. <laughs> I'm 13-year-old me hearing that fucking song. How long has it been since that was their fucking slogan? Oh, I don't know. Yeah, it's before the whole Michael For Jordan, their deep I down body oh, thirst. Yeah. Give me yeah. some of that Gatorade. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Before Gatorade gum came and went. Oh, that came and went, although I did like that gum. Um, they're going to have a <laughs> tournament. They're going to let four teams, uh, instead of just having instead of having to press select two teams, the press will select four teams. Playoffs? Four teams will have a playoff uh, to see who is the national champion. Initially, to add more democracy to who could possibly win the national title, but now with all of these schools trying to uh, jockey up their rankings for the top four spaces, it's actually already having a reverse effect of what they desired because now... It's this, even more of a money game. Yes, and the small schools yeah, yeah. the small schools that maybe could have gone undefeated that would normally you know get a shot at, through the press... At a national title game now probably won't get to sniff the top four spots. Interesting. They uh, came out with a lot of the uh, the schedules for a lot of the biggest schools, and then some of the weakest scheduling of national powerhouses they've ever had. So <coughs> it's totally not what they wanted. They're going to have like four, <coughs> four to eight mega franchises that just plow through these underlings as they always do. Well, yeah, but now it's going to be even more pronounced. Okay, well, yeah, I mean there there are the boo hoo. There are the there are the the few SEC teams that that do it every year. The, so, the big the big the big powerhouse SEC teams. Then there are the 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 Pac twelve teams like uh, your USC and uh, even your like Stanford has moved into that mix and everything else now. Uh, and the, I mean all all these schools that are kind of traditionally been the the big powerhouses like they're just cementing their their place is that is that level now. So what's going to be the draw then? Don't what's going to be the appeal to watching college ball if it's going to be nothing but blowouts? That's uh, the question. That is, that's what we're going to find out this year. Because college ball, the only reason to watch it is for fumbles and returns and shit going crazy. But if it's going to be just one team steamrolling. <laughs> that's a good talk, Paul. I like this. Well, isn't that right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I, don't, <laughs> I can't tell if you're if I'm. Uh, your phrasing is making me laugh. Your point is accurate. Okay. <laughs> How's that? I don't, I don't think I don't know. The I can't believe terms. with how tired I am that I pulled out something that articulate. So I think we should just go on that. <laughs> uh, I want to thank Jacob, our audio guy. Woo-hoo. 
Um, I want to thank Marin and SJ for kind of hanging out for a small portion of our show before we start doing Body Hot Cakes. Body Hot Cakes got him out of here in a heartbeat. Yeah. Uh, I want to <laughs> thank uh, uh, Ace Munns for doing his uh, illustrations. I want to thank Tony Longworth for doing his music. I want to thank Penn Gillette for creating this podcast. I want to thank all of our new listeners. I want to thank all of our old listeners. And I want to thank my dad for no reason. Uh, no, I just was, I was on a roll. Uh, I want to thank my comedy partner, Paul Mattingly. I want to thank my comedy partner, Matt Donnelly. Follow Paul on Twitter at the famous Paul. Follow Matt at Sweet Matty D. Or just follow the show at Hey Scoops. Or like our Facebook page, Matt and Mattingly's Ice Cream Social. Or, of course, go online to mattandmattingly.com for all of your ice cream social information and bucket show info. All right. Thank you all for listening. We'll talk to you soon. So just as a special treat, we're about to release one from the vault. We have one of our bank episodes. I can't fucking wait. <laughs> I don't know if our first one is off the rails, but I know they go off the rails. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it should be good.